What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle. And I'm Rob. Welcome to Streamiverse, a 10-minute podcast rooted entirely in spite. We used to be a podcast about Quibi, but they sent us a cease and desist. So now we talk about everything that streams. Quibi's not the only game in town, honey. We're all stuck at home for the foreseeable future, so let's watch some trash together. Here's what's going on today in the Streamiverse. All right, Rob, I know everyone's dying to hear your take on the technology of Quibi. I mean, you woke I'm up. I'm ready. You woke up at 11:59 Sunday night, raring to watch those quibbies and use the turnstile feature. So go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the deal. I think it's hilarious. This is a minor detail that I really thought was funny. When you turn the phone vertical and you're watching a quibby, the position scrubber, the time scrubber, is vertical. Right. And I think that's so funny because I just know that the Quibi team was in their offices going, just just drooling over that. They're like, yeah, when you turn it vertical, the scrubber's going to go vertical because we're geniuses. We created turnstile technology. It's amazing. Everybody's going to love it. Nobody's using turnstile. I tried it. I forced myself to watch shows vertical yeah. on Quibi. Because I was like, they. This is what they want. They want me. They want me to. They want to believe that like I'm this lazy person that can't watch horizontal. But what they don't understand is that that's all I want. I want to watch horizontal. I don't want to watch vertical. You know why I don't want to watch vertical? Because it's not the ideal way to watch a fully featured show, like a professional quality thing that's not supposed to be social media. Right. I need. I need the field of view of like a traditional camera. There's a reason cameras were designed that way. Totally. I mean, I'm going to say totally as if I um, know what you're talking about. But (laughs) one thing I'll say from the non-camera nerd perspective, which is me. So I think the I've I've actually watched in vertical just because I'm so used to watching TikToks and Instagram lives and stories in vertical. So I'm actually my preference is to watch vertical. Mm-hmm. And that sucks for Quibi too, because all I can think while I'm watching a Quibi is I wish I was watching TikTok because it's so much more fun. It's so much easier and it's better content. And I can just every- swipe every 30 seconds. If there's something not to my liking, I swipe it away. If there's something to my liking, I, f- I fave it. I do a screenshot. I send it to a friend. Like it's mm-hmm. so easy to share. Whereas yeah. this is just bullshit you can't do anything you feel completely alone you can't screenshot it you can't share it and you're just like isolated in this like it feels like somebody that like really overdid what they were supposed to do you know like we're all used to watching this like low commitment low quality content on our phones written vertical and then when you're forced to watch this like netflix quality show and you're supposed to be able to focus on that vertical and like absorb the story. You can't do it. I was no. so distracted. I was so distracted trying to follow storylines and like what the heck is going on. Like I watched the entire show. I didn't even remember what I watched because yeah. at the end of it, I was like, it, I felt like I was just being like assaulted with visual visuals. That's how I felt about so- the first episode of Sophie Turner's show. I swear to God, I watched it, but I have no idea what happened. Also, because I, like every single ad, and we'll get into the shows into the meat later, but like every single ad of that show was all about like the pit plane crashing. 
and it doesn't get to that in the first episode. So I was like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. You have a, you have five minutes to sell me on this show and you're using it. You're not using it at all. But let's go back to the yeah. tech a little bit. So, yeah, there's no social aspect. There's no, as far as I can tell, like no rating system. There's, there's no rating system. No reviews. There's no like chat. There's no. Yeah, there's you feel like you're in a vacuum watching this stuff. You're just in the dead zone. And there's yeah. also like very limited amount of shows to be watching where like they're claiming like, oh, yeah, new episodes every day. But like the variety of shows you can watch, they're like, it's like they threw out a bunch of testers. You know? Yeah, I thought like when I first heard 7000 pieces of content, I was like, oh, my God, it, we're an embarrassment of riches. We're always going to have something to watch within the first like hour of looking at Quibi. I was like, I'm done. There's yeah. nothing left. Like, I don't want to. I don't really care about the news shows because, I mean, Quibi couldn't have anticipated what the news was going to be. But like, yeah. If you want news, you just need to be glued to Twitter all day. You don't you don't go watch a fucking Quibi show about it. Exactly. So and- there's also no like <clears throat> like I I keep bringing up TikTok because I really think that piece by Josh Constine, who I don't know, but he did a great job um, comparing it to TikTok was so smart in that TikTok's algorithm figures out very quickly the kind of stuff you want to see and feeds it to you. It's yeah. very like it's such an opposite experience. When I'm on TikTok, I don't want to close it. I watch TikToks mm-hmm. before bed and I like to go to bed early, but because I love the content I'm seeing, I just keep going. And soon, like a minute becomes 10 minutes, 10 minutes becomes half an hour, half an hour becomes an hour and a half. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to go to bed, but I want to keep watching because yeah. they're giving me exactly what I want. Whereas TikTok is genius. It's genius, but like Quibi. Quibi is like, all right, you just finished um, Most Dangerous Game. Do you want to watch Thanks a Million? It's like completely disparate shows. Why would I like this? If, if There's no like, if you liked that, you might like this. It's just like, here's what we got. <laughs> I speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for Danielle on this, but Quibi very much feels like two boomers created it. Because I really don't want to be seen as ageist, but course not but i i i tend to agree rob it feels like two two boomers from older industries came and tried to apply old concepts to new ideas and it's just not the right combination of ideas yeah it's just like tiktok is completely new but they're not trying they try they're just trying to squeeze together these two worlds that are like conflicted it's like they're like, yeah, movie quality shows designed for your phone. I've never wanted to watch a movie on my phone. And it's just like it's not movie quality. It's not. <laughs> so- they're saying it's movie quality in like the fact that like, yeah, they're lighting it nicely and they're using the right cameras, but like the way they're shooting it and formatting it, the scripts, like the cut the concepts, like Even the- Everything A to Z is like fucking weird. Yeah. Like we were going, I remember when we were going through these shows before all this launched and we were like, this sounds amazing. This sounds like demented and chaotic and like, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. And then I watched the show and it, yes, it was chaotic, but it was like so chaotic. I couldn't even follow it. Yeah. Like dismantled and all that. Yeah. I just get the feeling that like 
These celebrities who were lured into doing Quibi shows were offered so much money and so much freedom that it really feels like a joke is being played on me, the audience member, where they're like, I can see it in the celebrities' faces on the shows where they're like, I can't believe I'm getting away with this. I'm getting paid so much money to not take this seriously, to just sort of like shit out this show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and I feel honestly disrespected as an audience member. Yeah, kind of. So it kind of feels like a joke. It does. It feels like a joke, but it's a joke that we are not in on. The audience is not in on it. The celebrities are because they're being paid. And like J Katz and and Meg Whitman are because they're they thought at the time like oh we're gonna make so much money off these idiots all these idiots want is like a show with five minutes with Liam Hemsworth getting chased through downtown Detroit that's what all these idiots want so let's give it to them and then we they made it and it's like this is really bad it's almost like they did no research like they did no industry research like. What is your your market fit? What is all this other stuff? You're like making all these assumptions that people, these like big picture assumptions that they're like, oh yeah, this is the only thing that doesn't exist right now. It's like all this shitty little trash content and then Netflix on your TV. Why don't we just make something in between? And there's a reason why that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And I <laughs> just, it shouldn't. they have to have had, because I'll say, listen, I'll say one positive thing about the app. It's like a smooth, sleek looking app. Yes, the app functions well. Like, all the concerns that I had, like, oh, is it going to stream well with, like, two streams happening at the same time? Like, is it going to play? Is it going to be annoying to use? It's not. It's it's a, it's a perfectly normal to use. Like, yeah. it's very intuitive. Yeah. It's easy. It's, it looks nice. It's competent. And it's like, I know that to make an app like this, there are tons of talented people who are working really hard. And I'm just... I'm shocked that it feels like either they were just being paid so much that they were like, you know what? I'm going to bite my tongue. I'm going to take this paycheck, make whatever these boomers want and move the hell on out. And I'll be working Mm -hmm. at Facebook in a year. So who cares? Or, or like they tried to say something and the boomers were like, Oh, tut tut. You keep coding, honey. Let the grown ups handle this. Don't you remember what I said about Jeffrey Katzenberg early on? What? Didn't I say he seems difficult to work with? Oh, and we know. And we remember had... what we learned yes. about him? Yes. He had to personally check off every single piece of content that got released. Yeah. He, you know what? If there's a if there's like a dictatorship of boomers up there, I can see how the rest of the company was going. Based on what we were hearing, it sounded like a chaotic lead up to to the release. Yeah. And uh, it shows. Oh, shoot. We ran out of time. But don't worry. We'll be back every weekday for the rest of your lives. To see how this conversation ends, tune in next time on Streamyverse. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite stream millionaires. See you in the Streamy.